This is Coffee with Karina, and here's your host, Karina Michelle. In this episode, I have the absolute pleasure of speaking to Julie Bluen. She is a certified professional coach, an international best-selling author, and a motivational speaker. She helps entrepreneurs, coaches, and authors overcome obstacles to thrive. She enriches the lives of her clients by identifying their blind spots, developing a clear vision, and by helping them take action to really live their best life. I loved having this deeper conversation with her. Julie is a wealth of knowledge, and she's really such a bright light that is so needed in the world right now. She has her own Facebook group, Thrive and Shine, and you can find her on Clubhouse quite a bit as well. Take a listen. So funny. I actually, I was listening to a podcast a couple months ago, and the lady said on there, she said, I did this great podcast, but I forgot to push record. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, that's like my worst So when that came up, I was like, oh no, we're just going to switch over and it'll be fine. So I would cringe. I would just cringe anyway. All right. We're good. So let's see. I'm so excited to talk to you today, by the way. I love the article that we did. And there, I think you talked about some of my favorite topics on there, gratitude and just, I guess, getting through the past year really as well. You did mention to me that you were working three jobs before the pandemic, and then yeah. last year, kind of everything slowed down and you switched gears and did this full time. Take us through like that transition if you can, and was it an easy shift as well? Yeah, absolutely. I was working three jobs, so I had a full-time job, and I was trying to just pivot my coaching business online. I started in 2014 with my coaching business. But I was just too busy with my own personal life that, and I had a full-time job. So I didn't really have time to really invest in growing my business. Mm -hmm. And plus I was working as a server in a restaurant. It's fine dining. It's little shifts, three hours. It was easy, really good money. And and I kept thinking to myself, when am I going to have time? How am I going to just let go of that part-time job? But then the pandemic happened. And restaurants closed. So I didn't have a choice. I had to pivot. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Something like that, that's a negative thing. If something shuts down, it forces you to refocus what you really want to be doing as well. Yeah, absolutely. It was a blessing in disguise. Honestly, I kept thinking to myself, how am I going to just let it go? How am I going to shift? I love working there. I love the food. I love the people. I love the clients that come in here. It's short shifts. It's only three hours. I love connecting with people. Working from home is great. The coaching is great, but I connect via Zoom or the telephone. So it's not as personal and interactive as in person. And yeah, I just took it as a blessing in disguise. So how was like that shift over? Did it feel good? Was it like, oh, this is amazing? Or was there like, oh God, this is it. I'm going to do this hundred percent. It was amazing. You just have to step outside your comfort zone and just go for it and just look at opportunities that present themselves in your life. And it was really amazing. And the pandemic is not always easy uh, for anyone. It's just learning and figuring out what to do. What do people need help with? How can you stop and just help the people in need? And that's exactly what I did. Yeah. One of those things I wanted to talk to you about is moving through that fear, I guess, like you're talking about 
And what are that, whatever that fear is and believing it can be done, I think is so important. You have to visualize that. What are the ways that people listening can do or the steps that they can take today to get past that fear? Yeah, that's a very good question. Everyone has fear. I've never met anyone without fears. Even for me to be on this podcast today, your last guest was singer-songwriter Don McClain. Yeah. I was fearful you know? doing that too a little bit. I was like, oh my God, this is a huge star. Yeah. You know, his, his song American Pie is in the top five songs of the century. He's been included in the Grammy Hall of Fame. He's got a Hollywood star, I think, coming up, a big world tour. Elvis Presley, I think, even recorded some of his songs. Yeah, he had so many stories. And the whole time I was thinking, oh my gosh. And I remember I had to think, this is crazy. And I still got off the call and I was like, that was amazing. But of course, I, I had that same fear that you're talking about before that call, even now that I think about it, I was like, you want to ask the right questions. And you, it's tricky sometimes because he's definitely a different generation. But of course, everyone I feel like is familiar with him. So I'm familiar with his music. But yeah. So how do you get through that? What's a short explanation of the tips that you offer? Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Just fear keeps us playing safe and small. So I think that when we do have opportunities to make us grow, I think we need to step forward and really go for it. And the tips uh, to face your fears, I would say the first thing is take a deep Just it's simple. It's easy. Take a deep breath. And then look within and connect with your why. What's the ultimate goal? What is your dream? Why did you want to do this? Why did you sign up for that event? Connect with your why. I think that's really important. And then just we're constantly this version of ourselves. I'm not the same person I was two years ago, five years ago. Right. You know, we keep on growing. So we always have to look within and see if the reason or why, if it's still aligned with the person we have become. If it is great, we can move forward with confidence. If it's not, then maybe we have outgrown the person we were five years ago. Mm -hmm. No, I think that's so true. It's the idea that things that could have made us fearful a year ago, they're no longer there. They're not serving us in any way. And we're progressing every day and moving through those like fear-based mentalities. I think that's the key to moving forward, just checking in and being like, is this really worth it? You just have to do it. You have to jump at the end of the day and just jump into whatever you want to be doing, I think, and know that you'll make mistakes too. Yeah, that's really good. I think the key to that is to step outside our comfort zone and take mm -hmm. the big leaps, let go of fear, set big goals, because most people, what they do is they play small and safe. And they set realistic goals, but setting realistic goals actually keeps us back from becoming the best version. You can set realistic goals, but set really big goals that you actually don't even think that you will achieve. But if you do achieve them, it'll make you really happy. So challenge yourself, step outside your comfort zone and just go for it. And the thing is that there's no such thing as failure. Exactly. So if it doesn't work, it's just going to build like our character, strength, courage. It's a learning opportunity. That's it. We simply can't fail. Yeah. And the other thing is with failures, sometimes it's like redirecting you in another way. You think that you want something and then you're like, oh, maybe this isn't what I want. Maybe it's something a little bit different, right? 
and you figure that out. And, but yeah, I agree with the dreaming big and you really have to, do you suggest writing these down? I know I make a ton of lists. I drive people crazy in our house with the list. <laughs> I'm like, you got to write your goals down and you got to stay accountable. I think that's why I'm a producer. I'm always like, okay, what, where are we at? What are we doing here? But I think for me, that's how it works. That's what gets me to the next step. But what do you suggest? I think the big thing is creating a vision board and mm-hmm. really figuring out what you want to do. Because most people, they'll say, I don't like my job mm-hmm. or I don't like this. Okay. So what do you want to do? What do you like? And then they sit there in front of a vision board and they have no clue. They have no idea. So that's the first thing that I suggest about, yes, just uh, revising your vision board every season, I think is a great idea. Because you can just see if the things on your vision board are still aligned. And if you've achieved some of the things on your vision board, you can simply remove it and replace it with something bigger, more empowering. Yeah. You know what? It's so awesome that you just mentioned that I've had a board, a vision board for probably, I want to say nine or 10 years, 10 years. Yeah. And I do exactly that. I, I post stuff on it. I don't do it as much now, probably as I used to, but it helped me so much, even just to figure out what do I want? What, where do I want to be heading? Where do I want to be? It's such an interesting tool, I think. Don't you think so? Yeah, absolutely. And you even mentioned something about making a list. I think that's really amazing and it's great. The thing that I recommend doing about making a list is every single week, make a list of three things. So three goals that you want to achieve that week. And then on the other side of the page is write down the actionable steps that you're going to take. So some people, what they do is they'll create a list of like, I'm a high achiever. So I'll create a list of 25 things, (laughs) but that's just me. But realistically, if you create a list of 20 things in a week, you're not going to achieve all those things. So I recommend three goals. And then on the other side of your page, actionable steps. And then you just move forward and you make those steps. And I think as you go along, I think to some people, it can sound really overwhelming. They're like, what? I have to do this (laughs) on the other side, figure out how I'm going to make it happen. But I think as you, as you do this, as you go along, it just becomes a habit and then it becomes much easier. And it's just something that you'll automatically do at the beginning of the week or Yeah, it doesn't take a lot of time. It can take five minutes. It can be, there's a lot of people in January, February, what they want to do is they want to get in shape or they want to lose weight or they want to lose. So I always say, be specific as to what you want to achieve. So you can, I want to lose five pounds. And then on the other side of the sheet, you can say, okay, get a gym membership, go to the, go in and purchase some fruits and produce or healthy food. You can just write different things. You can say, okay, on Sunday, I'm going to cook and do meal prepping for the whole week. It doesn't have to be complicated. It's just write down the goal for the week and then some actionable steps so that you know where you're going. Exactly. Because that's the thing. You can have these goals, but then it's, how do I make this happen? How do I do this? (laughs) And that's something I guess you figure out as you go along. But the other thing that you, you speak about is gratitude, which I've always been drawn to, I think. And it's just such a magical thing to have. But especially in the past year, I think it's really helped people, including myself, to really have that balance and move forward. What are your thoughts on gratitude? Gratitude is the key to happiness. It's that simple and it's free. And when you include gratitude into your everyday life, 
you'll have an abundance mindset. So I also call that it, a growth mindset as opposed to a scarcity mindset or a fixed. Mm-hmm. So basically it's really simple. It just, when you focus on what you have in your life, you'll always have more. But when you focus on what you don't have in your life, you'll never have enough. I'll give you an example. I have some friends that are musicians, singer songwriters, and they used to tour all over and play in front of big stadiums. Mm -hmm. But what happened was when the pandemic hit, everything was canceled. All their shows were canceled for 18 months. I know one of my friends, she ended up doing a show, but it was a drive-in. Yeah, it was a drive-in with your car and they did a show outside. But it's just about when you focus on the positive, you can improve uh, your mental wellness and just find balance. No, that's an important topic that you definitely touched on there is that with everything shutting down, musicians, I think, have been really hit hard the most, I feel like, out of entertainment careers and that sort of thing. But it, how for musicians and for actors coming off of a big show or there's like the highs and the lows of the business. And even when very successful, you're transitioning back into normal life and routine. What would you suggest as far as keeping that balance? You think gratitude is probably the way to go with that? I think that setting a morning routine and including gratitude into your life, I think is really important. Yeah. Okay. For gratitude, there's a few things that we can do. We can create a morning routine. Basically, it's just writing five things down on a piece of paper that you're grateful for. You can do the same thing actually in the evening at night where you can write down three to five things that happened during the day that you were grateful for, or you can celebrate your wins. If you had a a challenging day, what you can do is you can just remove all those toxic emotions and write down all the wins that you've had or all the things that made you happy or everything that you've accomplished. I think that's really good. There's several ways where you can just add gratitude to your life. One of the ways that when my son was younger, now he's 14, I had a collage book mm-hmm. where I put down pictures and I put down just images from a magazine in a collage book. And like one of the things was my son, he was giving me a butterfly kiss when it's your uh, eyelashes that are batting really quickly on someone's (laughs) teeth. So I put that picture in my collage book. So every time I, things would feel challenging, I would open up that book and just take a look at the things that I was grateful for. And it just, it just brought back balance into my life. It grounded me and Mm -hmm. it just made me happy. Yeah, no, I think that's true, especially with kids like my kids. I can be in the worst mood. I have a four year old and a 10 year old, and they're so much fun. They really, they get, they are challenging sometimes, <laughs> but especially during this year, but they're so much fun. And I feel like they always put me in a good mood, whatever they're doing. I'm like, they just have me laughing. Yeah, that's a good point to put that in the book. That's awesome. What are you working on right now? I know you were, you wrote a chapter in a book about, was it grief and uh, gratitude? which is also interesting, but what are you doing right now? Do you have some plans for the next year or so? Yeah, there's a lot of things that I'm working on. I'm trying to, we're a group of six people and we're on Clubhouse. So we're doing different, we're hopping on stage and talking about fear, letting go of mindset blocks. I'm also part of a few summits that are coming up. One of them is for female entrepreneurs 
And another one was about like achieving your dreams. And so I'm doing that. I also have another interview with Authority Magazine and Thrive Global coming up as well. And that's on uh, gratitude is how to overcome use the attitude of gratitude for to overcome like for your overall mental wellness yeah that I have so many different things coming up it's hard to list them all I just wow. I have a list of things that I keep track of but it's a tremendous opportunity right now for life coaches to really step up and help yeah. the people in need yeah is that kind of what you do most of the time would you say the life coaching or it just feels like I have two full-time jobs right now because I'm still working a full-time job and I have mm. my full-time coaching where Tony Robbins, when he first yes. started, he had a, a full-time job. He worked nine to five and then his coaching business, he worked 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. in the morning. Wow. And I just feel like I'm doing that right now and I love yeah. it. But yeah, it's all about taking small steps every single day because I, agree. It's, I never have people take a giant leap take small steps. And then when you're ready to let go of other things, then go ahead and just let go of things that are no longer serving you. Yeah, no, that is so true. I agree with that. The small steps every day, because if that adds up to the bigger steps and you start seeing what's really been in motion, I guess, take form. But I love Tony Robbins too. It's interesting you bring him up. I started reading his books. My gosh, years ago, it's still (laughs) in my head. It still really resonates with me. I love that. But listeners would probably love to find your book. And I know you have a website. Where's the best place for them to go? On my website, it's uh, www.julie, J-U-L-I-E. And my last name, Bluin, B-L-O-U-I-N.com. And then on there, it says where to find me. And then I just list all the different places that I'm on. So Instagram. Facebook, my coaching group, LinkedIn, Clubhouse, like I'm all over the place on social media. So that's probably the easiest way to connect with me. That's awesome. I actually just signed up for Clubhouse and I am clueless as to how I'm supposed to use it. I kind of (laughs) looked around and I'm like, this looks fun. I don't really know where to get started, but I will look for you on there. Okay. Yeah. I'll look for you just uh, see your handle and Clubhouse is great because you never know who's going to jump on stage with you and just provide value. It's great. But honestly, Clubhouse, for me, I rather speak in front of 20,000 people on a big stage and where people can see me. Yeah. But jumping on and speaking in front of 50, 100 people where they don't see you, they can only hear your voice. Yeah. It's a little bit more challenging. I think people have to get used to it. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I always say it's funny with the podcasting stuff and it's why I don't do video because for me, I feel like, I feel like it's more of an intimate thing. You're just hearing the person's voice. So it's, it's makes it not harder, but I don't know. I think it's, I think it's more interesting to me, but yeah, I could see that being on the other side, being a speaker, it's, you want people to see you, I guess. So I could see how that would be. I think you would do really well in clubhouse. Honestly, it's like a, you're walking into all these different rooms and then Mm -hmm. you can choose different topics. I think you would enjoy it. Interesting. And you can just jump in and speak. You can get on the stage with someone else. Yeah. So you can just uh, join a club or you can ask them to host a room and then you just put a topic in there and then you'll have a whole bunch of people join like your conversation. Wow. All right. I'm going to get back on there and try and check it out. (laughs) 
<laughs> trying to get my feet wet. All right, Julia, it was so much fun talking to you. And um, I'm going to be following you on there. And I'll look for you on Clubhouse. Okay. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so happy and grateful. Thank you, Karina. Of course. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, and thanks so much for listening to this episode. I really want to say thank you to everyone who has subscribed and also reached out to me by email. Uh, Even if you're just letting me know how much you enjoy it or how it's helped you, um, it's pretty awesome. And uh, it really means a lot to me and it's just pushing me to do more interviews and storytelling. So uh, we were recently nominated for an award, very exciting, and we're in the top 5% of all podcasts worldwide. That one I didn't see coming. (laughs) If you have a chance to review us, we'd greatly appreciate it as that's how people find us online. But you can find us on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and SoundCloud. Have a great week and we'll see you back here soon.